So for example, journaling and burn it. Now I used to journal a lot. I mean, I think at one point, gosh, I had about, I used to buy the year, year diaries. They were like A5, I think it's A5 size. And I used to buy those and it would be like a page a day. And I used to journal in those. Um, I had, I had several, I had quite a few at one point. And then do you know what? One day we had moved house but I saw this stack of journals that I've kept, these diaries. And I sat down and I started flicking through them. And as I flicked through these journals, some parts were funny, some parts were, you know, good memories. But I'll be honest, I am telling you, they were depressing. They really were depressing. There was a period where I used to go to church, no part in my journal. And I mean, I'm talking a good few years. I'm talking about 17 years at least. No part of that time was good. What I read, the more I read of those journals, the heavier my heart became. And you know what? I, just saying that now, I can feel that sensation right in my solar plexus where I could feel that heaviness of the memories of what I had been through and the experiences and how I was feeling. And I looked back and I thought, oh my God, I was depressed back then and didn't know it. I was experiencing various traumas and I didn't even know that's what was happening. It was a, a horrible, horrible time and I said to James, I need to burn these, these have got to go. So it's because there is nothing in these that I want to keep as a memory. My body has kept the score, my mind has kept the score, my subconscious has kept the score. I can feel the pain of the person who has written these, this journal, these journals. And I don't want to keep that energy in the house. I don't want to keep that energy in a box, in a cupboard. I don't need it. Why am I going to keep those? Why am I going to say, oh, well, those are moments in my life. Well, they, they, were, they were shit. They were horrible times. They were times where I really didn't want to live anymore. They were painful. And gosh, I mean, wow, I, I'm really remembering that right now. And I can feel in my solar plexus, in my body, in my mind, the pain, the hurt, the anguish that I felt over those years. Horrible time. We bought a, it's one of those, they look like old dustbins from the 70s, the 60s and 70s. And we, we started burning we burnt these journals. I think it took me nearly two and a half, just under three hours to burn them all. That was a lot of journals. And I burnt every single one. Not one of them was worth keeping. There were no pages to tear out and keep. I didn't need the memory. So journaling an experience and then burning it was something I found for myself to be quite powerful and it might be something that that you may try. When I changed my name, I wrote a letter to my previous self and I think it was about six pages. I just, I didn't let the pen stop. I just wrote and wrote and I, you know, some of the things I said were, you know, I want to thank you X for getting me here this far. Thank you for persevering. I know when you experienced X, Y, Z, you didn't want to live anymore. And I know that you went to hospital and I know that you had this experience, but I want to thank you for getting up and keep going even when you didn't want to. And I 
I wrote out all these things that were that that were painful, but I also remembered the positive. When you had the courage to start that business and people said you couldn't do it, thank you for opening the coffee shop. One of your ambitions that you always wanted to do and you had the courage to do it when people thought you couldn't and you had awesome jazz events and, you know, you did evening events and it was really good writing a letter to my previous self and thanking for being the person that I was and saying, you know, um, I passed the baton on to Denver and Denver will get you to where you want to be. Denver's going to carry on from here because I know the person I wanted to be. I needed to let my previous self go. So we had a fire on the beach and had some wine and I burnt my letter. It was a letting my previous self go, forgiving my experiences, because that was something else I'd wrote in the letters. I forgive you for this. I forgive you for making that choice that led to this. I forgive you for uh, making those decisions that led to your uh, time in hospital. I, I forgive you for X, Y, Z. I had to learn to forgive myself because it was hard, but it made a huge, huge difference. So maybe that's something that you could try. The thing is, actually, there is one point I'd like to mention about that. It's not a letter that you would write to show anybody. That letter is between you, yourself, the page and the pen. That is it. It wasn't anything for anyone else to read. I haven't told anybody until this moment what was in that letter. I didn't show it to anybody. The only other person who knew I had written it was James. But he didn't see what was in it. He didn't read it. I wrote it and sealed it because it was between me and my previous self. Now, counselling and therapy. Some people have mixed views about that, but you know what? Counselling, therapy, however you you choose to, to take that path, your therapy could be working with animals, working with horses or dogs. Your therapy could be taking up some form of creative endeavour. Your therapy could be travelling. Doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean sitting in someone's office and um, unleashing all the weight that you carry. It can be any form. It doesn't have to be going to see a therapist. Therapy takes many forms. Being surrounded by just the best friends ever, the brilliant people who will listen, people who will appreciate you for who you are, warts and all. Those are the kind of people that can also be your therapy. And there is no shame in going to see a therapist. No shame at all. And anyone who says there is shame in that, shame on them. Because they may, at one point in their life, realise they need therapy. There is an issue. We all have issues. Everybody has something they need to deal with. And there is no shame in counselling. There is no shame in therapy. What is important is finding the right therapist for you, the one who will help you get to where you want to be. Now, moving forward, just imagine, just imagine you're, you're waking up one morning, you can hear the birds tweeting outside, the sun is shining, the rabbits in the garden, you know, it is just 
the best day and it's bright and it is, you're not going to work unless you love your job, you can, but it just feels good. Just imagine you have shown yourself forgiveness. Just imagine that feeling. What would that look like to you? I forgive myself. What would that look like to you? Because it will look different to each of us. You forgive yourself. I don't know, you're trying to quit drinking, but you've, you, you had a drink last night or you're trying to quit drugs. You, you had some this morning. What would forgiving yourself so you can move forward look like? What would it feel like? What could it feel like? Some of the things that can help you is to find your positives. And what I mean by that is finding the characteristics about yourself that are flipping awesome. Now, we don't always know what our good points are. In fact, I would say most of the time, we don't have a clue. We're we're good at picking out the bad points. But when it comes to the good, we're like, what? We don't have anything. But ask people who know you. If you were going to tell me my good points, what would it be? You know me. What are my good points? And they will tell you, you know, you need to hear it. You know, can you tell me what my good points are? I'm really struggling to to figure out what they are. And I'll say, are you kidding? Oh, my God, you are so funny. Or you do X, Y, Z really well. Or, you know what? I wish I could do that you do X, Y, Z. I mean... It's one of the best ways to find out because people who see us from the outside looking in, they can see things that we don't. And you can use the information they give you to reframe your self-talk. You can use that to give yourself a different conversation. Instead of berating yourself, Now this is what you can say and use it. Even if it's you write it down and you stick it on the wall, it's a simple thing, but it can make a difference. The other thing is accept that you are flawed. There is no perfect person. What is perfect? Even if we think something's perfect, it will become imperfect, I think. Don't ask me too much about that because, um, yeah, that might not make sense. But nothing is perfect. I mean, gosh, what would be perfect? To me, a flower that is fresh and new would be perfect, but then it wouldn't die because now it's dying and its petals fall off and now that's not perfect anymore. Nothing's perfect. Accept that you are flawed. We are all flawed. And that's what makes us interesting. You know, we we make mistakes. We do things wrong and some of them are really funny. You know, we, we do things that just crack our friends up. You know, we are not perfect. Something that I found that worked so well for me was physical exercise. It really did make a huge difference. And at some point I will share a particularly difficult period in my life. But at that time I did use exercise. It was something I'd read in a magazine that it boosts the endorphins and your sense of well-being. I'd only caught this teeny little clip. It couldn't have been any bigger than, you know, two inch square. It was a little snippet in a magazine. And I didn't act on it at the time, but it was something that came back to me a couple of months later. And I used it and it was, it was hard. I won't say it was easy. I'd gone swimming first and I hate swimming, by the way. I'm not a swimming fan. Yes, I can swim. Don't particularly enjoy it. But I went swimming because 
well, that's what I could do at the time. I was able to get a discount. I got my bus pass. And in fact, I didn't really have the money to do the swimming, but my frame of mind needed me to go swimming. I wasn't in a particularly good place, but it was the lesser of two evils as far as I was concerned. And that took me on from there. And I ended up losing four and a half stone. I had never been in better shape and it was awesome. I absolutely loved it. Exercise does boost confidence. Now, you don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to take up swimming. You don't have to become an Olympic athlete unless you want to. But walking with an audiobook in your headphones or just walking and listening to nature, if you can get away from the busy city and get out in nature, it will be the best thing you can do for yourself when going for a walk. Being closer to nature. That physical exercise, your body loves, loves, loves wellness. Your body wants to be well. It's its desire, its need to be well. When you get a cold, it will fight for you to get well. I think I've said this before in a previous podcast. When you have, um, when you develop cancer, your body is fighting to get well. When you break your arm, it will fight to get well again. It will fight to heal itself. It doesn't always succeed, but that's its natural state of being, wellness. So when you take those steps, your body is already on your side. So you're almost there. You just have to take the steps. And I don't say just lightly, but you need to take the steps. Now, I've saved this point to last because for me, this is the one thing that does not require apology or forgiveness from anybody. Let me repeat that. What I'm about to tell you does not require an apology or forgiveness from anyone. You don't need to forgive yourself and you do not need forgiveness from anyone. I don't care who they are. Do not forgive yourself for being gay, queer, whatever you want to, however you describe yourself. Do not seek self-forgiveness for that because you do not need it. You are perfect as you are. You do not require forgiveness for being gay or queer or lesbian, whatever you want to, however you want to define yourself. You do not need forgiveness. Learn to accept and love yourself for who you are. No one, no one should be telling you you need to ask God for forgiveness for being gay, for being lesbian, for being trans, being bi, being asexual, whatever they want to say. You do not need that forgiveness because you are perfect as you are. There is no guilt. There's no shame. That comes from societal attitudes telling you you are not good enough, that you are wrong. And I do believe that's where so many of our struggles as queer people comes from. When family and friends, when you, people you work with at school or colleges, in the street, when they are giving you shit, giving you a hard time for being yourself and telling you that you are disgusting, you are wrong. They are wrong. They see something in you which is strong, which is amazing, which is beautiful, which highlights their lack of self-awareness. You have had to fight for your self-awareness. You have had to come to terms with your self-awareness, which puts you ahead of so many other people. 
that are far less self-aware. You do not need their forgiveness, but you do deserve their respect. You don't need their tolerance. I don't want anybody's tolerance. I want your respect. I want you to show me respect as a human being. If you don't like who I am, don't look, keep walking, don't stop. You know, press go and keep going. I don't need your forgiveness. I don't need your pity. I don't need anything. But I do deserve your respect as a human being, as do you. As a member of the queer community, you have every right to have the respect to live your life as you see fit. People are not going to like that. They're not going to like it at all. People, oh my God, people just don't like somebody for something. And as a woman with rich melanin skin, I can give you some stories. But I have reached that point in my life where I just think, do you know what? Keep on walking. I really couldn't give a damn what you have to say about my skin. It is beautiful. I love it. And I am not changing it for anybody. You should not desire to change who you are for anybody either. You are gay, you are lesbian, you are bi, you are trans. It does not matter. Find a way through to love and accept who you are. Because you can change yourself if you want to, to fit somebody's idea of who you should be. But I promise, I promise you, you will spend your days miserable. And if you reach old age, I would be shocked because it is difficult to live with the person who is, it's difficult to live in a way that's not authentic to who you are. It's hard to keep hiding and feeling shame and guilt and fear. And when you walk down the street, your eyes are lowered, unless of course there's lots of dog poop on the bloody pavement. That's another story. You shouldn't have to lower your gaze. You should be able to hold your head high and be who you are. Your number one priority, your number one priority is self-kindness, love, appreciation, compassion, honesty with yourself about who you are, your needs, your desires, your wants, and self-respect. That is your number one priority. Do not put anybody else first until you have got those things in order. Because once you've done that, once you put those things in order, now you can show up authentically. Then you can show up in front of everybody with your head held high. And anyone who's got any BS to throw in your direction, they are going to stand there and be ashamed because they will not be able to stand in front of who you are because you will not turn your gaze away. You will be able to look them in the eye and know your own strength and your own power because you know who you are. Do not let anybody tell you that who you are is not good enough. You know what? You're not good enough. Get out of my face. Get out of my life. I don't need you. I don't need people in my life telling me I am not enough. I can do that myself. I don't need somebody else telling me that. Find people who love you. Find people who are willing to accept you as you are. And if the people you're surrounded by right now are not those people, find somebody else. Find other people. Do not put up with less. Do not put up with less. It is hard. 
It is challenging. And sometimes you think I cannot go on, but I am begging you, please don't quit on you. Please don't give up on who you are. There's only one of you and the world will be a sorer place without you. We all have a place here. And anyone who doesn't like who you are, that's their problem. That's their lookout. And you ain't going to change that. Why waste your energy trying to change people who do not matter? Who do not matter? Why waste your energy on those? Find people who empower you. People who make you feel good. People who make you laugh. People whose company makes you feel seen, valued, respected. We all deserve respect. Do not put up with less. So learn to forgive yourself. Doesn't matter where you start, you could pick one thing. Find a way of forgiving yourself for whatever reason, but do not ask forgiveness for being gay, being queer. Do not ask forgiveness for that because that is the one thing you do not need forgiveness for. I so want to extend my heart and my love to those that feel like they are not enough. And we've all felt like that at some point. Most of us have. I know I have. But my desire really is to, to encourage you and to help you to, to live your life as who you are without guilt, without shame, and to do that with freedom, do that in freedom. You have every right to live authentically and to be yourself. So my heart and my love and big hugs. I if I could if I could see you right now, I would give you a squeeze. So I'm giving you a squeeze right here from my art room. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It really has been a real pleasure to share this with you, encouraging you to work towards self-forgiveness. It is so important. I cannot overstate how important it is because it just makes, makes your life so much better. It really does. So thank you so much for joining me. Do subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether Apple or Spotify, and listen out every Monday here on Talk to Touch.